0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, God, it's it's late when I'm recording this. I start my PhD tomorrow. I'm I'm nervous about it. I'm excited about it, but more than anything, I I, I need to introduce myself. Um for those that don't know me, my name is Rob Escalante. I'm the founder of Escalate. Um, it's a remote coaching service for fitness and powerlifting, um, where we help individuals just smash their goals. Whether that be in weight loss, whether that be in, you know, a meat, a powerlifting meat. So, um, we, we kind of hit all facets of fitness. Um, so this, this episode, this project, this random thing that you probably saw that popped up on my story is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, it's something that I have always thought about doing. I've attempted to do twice once that people actually heard, once that people didn't. Um, and there's a reason that the second time they didn't. It, was, it wasn't a very good attempt. Um, it's not something that I'm proud of necessarily. Um, but it's, it's important that, you know, at some point I just put my, put my foot down and, and started doing this. And so this is probably going to be a very long rambly episode. But I needed to get something out. I think this is just going to be me breaking the barrier of like, oh shit, okay, now it's out. I'm ready to go. Now I can really put you know full force to it. Um, in in this episode, you know, it's going to kind of serve as an introduction about me and about my mentality and, and my goals and leadership and business and and academia and everything behind it. Um, but it's also going to, I think, help a lot of you guys. I know a lot of a lot of people that follow me are either starting their fitness journey or they are um kind of right there in the middle of it they might be coaches they might be helping friends um they might be doing something in academia they might be starting school they might be starting a new job Uh, i think i think the message that i talk about today is is really going to help um help a lot of people that listen to this and so uh i want to thank everybody if you're tuning in right now that you know this is it means a lot that you're listening. Um, it, it really does, essentially. That's that's all there is to it. Uh, but I, I did want to s- kind of start off this episode with a story. Uh, it's something that I, I hold near and dear to my heart. It's something that, you know, I think about almost daily at this point. And the story is about, you know, me as a kid um, and me as a, as a baseball player and, and something that my mom told me. Um, as I was going up to bat one time. So if you can imagine a really, really nervous kid uh, in a batter's circle thinking about a billion different things that his coaches probably told him, then you've got a clear picture of what I look like at about 10 to 12 years old. Um, played pretty competitive baseball at that age. Um, and it, it kind of took a toll on me. It took a toll on my performance in the sport. And you know, if if any baseball players are listening, you'll know that when, when it goes down, when your performance goes down, it takes a while to get it back up. It's not overnight. Baseball is a sport of failures, um, which we can talk about in a later episode. But I wanted to outline basically what that setting looks like and what, you know, what I look like at that age. And it's it's very important. Um, so I'm walking up to bat and obviously my mom's sitting, you know, right behind home plate as she always does um love that woman to death she's amazing she's so strong so compassionate um and she knows that i have been thinking a million things everything that my coaches told me choke up on the bat um you know where to step how to hold the bat all that kind of stuff that you learn at that 10 to 12 age where you're starting to get a little bit more advanced in baseball um you're no longer just swinging you're learning the different phases of the swing um and she pulls me aside and she she looks at me and she goes, what are you thinking right now? And I looked at her and I, I kind of rattled off probably 10 or 12 things in a very fast-paced voice. Um, and she looks back at me and, you know, with the most sincere but, you know, just get-their-ass kind of look. Um, my mom looks at me and she goes, I I I don't want to hear any of that. All I want to hear is I want to hear you go out there and I want to hear you hit the damn ball um, And that is a phrase that I carry with me in everything that I do um, It's something that you know, I I Love that saying. I mean my mom got something framed for me with that saying on it H T D B, hit the damn ball um, before I left for my undergrad degree um and it's, it's something that I, I really, really cherish that, that phrase. And essentially, how I cherish it, you know, as, as a kid, I was thinking, you know, okay, yeah, mom, I'll, thanks. I'll go out there, I'll hit the ball. Um, but it, it meant so, so much more. Um, a lot of times in life, we are faced with so many obstacles and so many things in our way to um, impede us from accomplishing our goal. And when that happens, it can seem like that goal is impossible. However, um, I think it's important that people understand that nothing is impossible until you take action. Um, there, there is nothing that you know can happen. You know, yeah, it is impossible because guess what? You you haven't done anything yet to make it possible, and as soon as you take that first step. As soon as you, you start you know going to the gym for the first time, as soon as you start your new degree, start your new job, um, yeah, everything's going to seem a little bit impossible uh, because you haven't experienced anything. And I think that phrase, hit the damn ball, nails that right on the head. I mean, being a kid, having a million different coaches telling me something to do, I'm up there thinking a million different things um, in the batter's box. Much like, you know, a 18-year-old a, a that's super nervous about, you know, starting college and getting his degree in this next chapter in his life. Uh, he's going to freak out, you know, uh, until he takes that first step of, you know, okay, let's just go to class. Um, somebody that, you know, hasn't started their fitness journey yet. Somebody that, you know, is is overweight or or underweight and is insecure about it they're going to think that you know getting to a to a healthy body weight or getting you know a little bit of muscle in their body um is impossible until they go to the gym uh and then they realize like hey this isn't that bad do this two three times a week stay consistent um we can we can get to those goals we can hit the damn ball um as soon as you take that first step so it's, it's essentially just the action of simplifying things um there's we're in we're in a world of over information at this point. You know, you go on Instagram and you'll see seven different um, you'll see seven different tutorials for a lap pull down. Dude just pull the bar. You know? Like that's all there is. Yeah, it may not be optimal, but you're not gonna tell a, a, a guy that's never been in the gym before, um, how to be optimal. Optimal for him is just getting to the gym. Um, and so when somebody that hasn't been in the gym sees that on Instagram, maybe they're like, damn, like this is way too complicated. I can't make it in. Um, and it's really not the, the barrier to entry is, is, is lower for a lot of things than people think. And, and taking that first step forward, taking that step towards the batter's box and hitting the damn ball is, is all you need to do, um, to make that goal seem easier. Um, Yeah, that's that's something that, you know, I I feel like can can help a lot of people in life. I know a lot of my friends, a lot of people probably listening to this um, are coaches in some sort of fashion, coaches, teachers, leaders in their community. Um, And, you know, passing this along, letting people know that it's not as hard as you think. Quit overcomplicating things you don't need. I mean, for example, the reason I'm recording this at 1130 uh, The night before I start my PhD is because I thought of this phrase and I thought this is the perfect This is the perfect scenario to 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 bring this information to the world Um, I was always thinking oh, I need to figure out audio quality. Oh, I need to figure out, you know I need to get a good mic. I need to get this I need to get that I mean if I was in the mentality that I I am now Two years ago, I'd have 200 episodes, and the first hundred would be on my iPhone. Um, and so, I think it's I think it's super important that, that people understand that you know even I struggle with this. I was the reason again. The reason that I'm here is, is doing this at 11:30 is is I realize I I need to just hit the damn ball. Um, and and that's that's all there really is to it. I know it seems like something that is overset and overheard for a while on social media, oh, it's not as hard as you think. Um, but I understand the barrier to entry for some people can seem so high. And if you can just, again, step into the batter's box um, and and hit the damn ball, then you'll understand that it, it really isn't. Uh, and so I wanted, to, I wanted to thank you guys for, you know, listening to this. It's a shorter episode. It's one that I think uh, will resonate with a lot of people though. Um, and so I, am going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this here. Um, I'm hoping to put these out pretty, pretty often. They'll probably be pretty short form in the beginning, much like this, 10 to 20 minutes, somewhere in that range. Um, but you know, if you can, if you can leave with one, uh, one thing in mind, um, it's it's to hit the damn ball. I mean, I've said it a million times at this point. So just choke up on the bat and fucking swing. Okay?